Hey there, direct response entrepreneurs. Have you ever spent hours crafting what you thought was going to be the perfect landing page to only hear crickets? I've seen this time and time again, and let's face it, the silence is deafening. But here's the kicker. Most landing pages are like a virtual billboard on an abandoned highway. They're pretty, sure, but you're not always gonna get the job done. Why? Because designing a high converting landing page isn't just about aesthetics. It's about speaking directly to your ideal customer, grabbing their attention, and making them an offer that they can't refuse. So buckle up because today on Direct Response Secrets, we are gonna dive into the nitty gritty of designing landing pages that not only look great, but convert like crazy. Want to turn those crickets into clicks? Well, stay tuned because I'm gonna share with you a step-by-step -step guide that you can implement right now and see results into your business. Let's make running your business simple, predictable, and more importantly, fun. Ready to take action? Let's do it. Okay, let's flash back to when I first started direct response marketing. I was brimming with ideas and energy. The landing pages left me expecting tons of leads uh, pouring in like a waterfall, but the results were more like a trickle. I was staring at the conversion rate that was practically laughing at me. Have you ever found yourself stuck in the same place? You're designing a landing page, maybe for an offer, an opt-in page, a book funnel, doesn't matter what you're doing. It, it's looking great, but it simply does not convert. You know that sinking feeling when your efforts go unrewarded and you can't figure it out? Then it hit me like an epiphany of a lifetime. I needed to stop treating the landing page like a mere digital billboard and start viewing it as a conversion machine. The secret sauce is a well-crafted strategy that speaks directly to the needs and wants of your target audience. Let's be real, the marketplace is swarming with generic templates, misinformation, and so-called gurus preaching outdated methods. They are the real roadblocks here, steering you away from your success. A landing page needs to be focused on one call to action or they will fail to do anything at all. That's Ollie Grander, the co-founder of Unbounced. People don't want to be sold, but they love to buy. Make your landing page an irresistible offer, not a sales pitch. Seth Godin, or as I like to say, if your page doesn't shine, you're going to get left behind. Building a landing page is like crafting a key. Each notch must fit perfectly into your customer's needs to unlock that conversion door. With that being said, let's get into the teaching section and I'll show you exactly how to craft amazing landing pages that will have your customers converting and asking for more. Let's get it. Wow. All right, before we jump into the teaching, I just have a little announcement for you. I wanted to let you know that my book, Direct Response Secrets, spend $1 on any advertising medium and make $2 back or more is just at the final stages. It's almost ready. Uh, you've heard me talk about it. I'm gonna be doing some promotion coming forward. I just wanted to put it on your radar because it's a must have for your collection. If you're a serious entrepreneur and you think direct response is the way to grow and scale your business, you're gonna need this book and I'll make sure that you get it and I'll provide you the link shortly. All right, let's get back to the training. 
All right, guys, welcome back. So this is something that I've been nerding out on for as long as there's been the internet. I literally created, and this is gonna date me and make me sound old AF, but I created my first landing page on front page, I think in like 2001 or two, a very, very long time ago. Now, if you don't know what front page is, you would simply have to like tweak the HTML and then go back and look and there, there was no WordPress, there was none of these things. This is how long I've been on the internet creating things and it was a process. If you ever see uh, Russell, Brunson, uh, Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels and he talks about uh, how it would take so long to build a funnel, that is real. It used to take absolutely forever and you would create a funnel and you'd launch it and if it didn't work, you know, you're back to the drawing board, you gotta change your headlines and test everything and it was so, so painful. Today, we are lucky. We can launch a funnel, make a change in about 10 minutes or less and put it back out into the marketplace like not even skipping a beat and that is how uh, you can drive more conversions. We are very lucky, we need to appreciate this. Uh, especially when it comes to uh, creating landing pages. Now today, I'm gonna give you a, let me see, I think it's a nine step process on uh, things that you need to look out for when building your next landing page, regardless of what it's for, whether if it's just a, um, a lead magnet or you got a new offer or it doesn't matter what it is really, I'm gonna give you some information that's gonna help you stand out from the crowd and ultimately drive more conversion. So I'm happy you're here, let's get it. Uh, so step one, we wanna identify your target audience. We gotta understand who you're targeting. Uh, so things that I look at, and it's not just this, there's more, there's always more, but uh, demographics, psychographics, interests, pain points, and needs of your audience. A great way, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know, I always say the best way to understand your audience is to just pick up the phone and speak to them, send them emails, do surveys, any way that you can get feedback, get it. Because this world is getting busier and busier and there's more and more and more competition for your, uh, for your customer's uh, attention. So we need to be able to cut through that noise. And if I'm not speaking exactly to what they want and need, it's gonna fall on deaf ears and nobody's gonna take action and it's gonna leave you scratching your head being like, why is this not working? So um, a good way to do this is creating a customer persona. So outline uh, a specific profile that represents your ideal customer. Now, here's the big tip is that you may have one, two, three, four, five different customer personas because your products and services can can bridge that huge gap. But I mean, at the end of the day, you really just wanna be focusing in on, you know, one or two, I would say, for any landing page, it, I would find one customer persona and go all in on that. Anything more than that, you could be uh, finding yourself in trouble. Uh, well, it's just like, uh, and I'll get into more stuff um, below, but yeah, so just simplify. Simplify, pick one customer persona, go all in on that and create a landing page around that. All right, step number two, define your unique value proposition. This could be, um, you, you hear people call it like unique mechanism, you hear people call it different things. Essentially, what you wanna do is clarify the problem you solve and, uh, 
and the way that your products and services make it unique. So what do I mean by that? So to articulate your uh, UVP, you wanna write it clearly and concise and focus on how you solve a specific problem for a target audience. That's it, keep it simple. If you are trying to go for everybody, it, you're gonna have a hard time making that work. You, the, the easiest way is to niche down and then go broad from that point on. So for example, like I have a, a new book coming out called Direct Response Secrets. The way that we're gonna be marketing it is, like who's this book for? This book's for any entrepreneur, right? That's not how it's gonna be marketed. We're gonna have multiple landing pages. We'll have the main one that's probably generalized, but we are gonna have separate landing pages that with the partners I work for are gonna be geared directly towards their audience. Why? So they can feel like I'm speaking to them and I see and I understand the journey they are on and I can help them. Does the actual system change at all? No, the system does not change. They can come read the book, it's the exact same information, but I've positioned the front end like it's for them and that, um, that'll make the world a difference for them and help them learn and understand that direct response marketing is a, is a big piece that they're missing. So think about your unique value proposition. Clarify the problem you solve. What makes your product and service unique? Think about that. And then you can take that further with the unique mechanism and say how you develop that process. I do one, two, three, four things. That's how I get the result. That's the unique mechanism. Combine those things together. Uh, you should be in a good spot for, for a headline for your landing page. All right, step number three, choose the right landing page tool. Don't overcomplicate this. Like whatever's close to you, <laughs> just pick it because they're all very similar. Uh, I tend to go to towards ClickFunnels. I'm using the new ClickFunnels and it's like I have to relearn everything there as well. I have a lot of friends that use Unbounce. They swear by it. Lead Pages is also good. Instapages is also good. They're all great. They all do what they need to do. And really it's just about identifying what has the right features for you. So consider your budget and your technical skills and choose a tool that fits your price range and technical expertise. Getting, making it more complicated than that is unnecessary. You should spend a total of five minutes selecting the right tool. Um, go ask your network, whatever your network says, jump on it and make it happen. All right, design and layout and visual elements. Create a clear and attractive design. Focus on simplicity, consistency, and high quality visuals. Of course, you wanna incorporate your brand, so your logo, your, your color schemes, and other branding elements, uh, including compelling visuals. You can utilize images and videos that resonate with your UVP uh, and your target audience, and of course, your unique mechanism as well. If you have a, a set process that you're achieving something, you can do that in picture form or video form to, uh, to explain that further, which is really, really, really powerful. All right, step number five, Craft a compelling headline and copy uh, and write a captivating headline. Make it specific, relevant, and attention-grabbing. Create engaging copy. Focus on benefits. And if you're gonna, if you really want to geek out on copy, not just benefits, you can write uh, emotional benefits. So instead of like a functional benefit, of, let's say we were selling a pen and it had a pad. Um, a cushion on it so to make it really soft when you write. 
that's a benefit. But being able to write for hours is an emotional benefit. So you want to be able to uh, convey that in, in your copy as well. Not just features. Uh, and, I, and I guess the first one, that is a feature, not a benefit. Um, emotion, uh, tying emotions to your benefit uh, will definitely just help it sink in a little bit better. That's what I found anyways. And use persuasive language. Now, and I put that in asterisks. And the reason I put persuasive uh, language in asterisks is because people love to buy, but they don't want to necessarily be sold. So don't be like too crazy with the techno babble. Keep it simple. Um, I like to write copy at like a third to fifth grade level. And you can use a tool like the Hemingway tool to put your copy in and to understand what grade level you're at. But that's something to kind of think about. And I'll link to that in the uh, into the newsletter. So step number six, once we have compelling copy and headline and uh, everybody's reading our stuff and it's absolutely great, what are we going to need? Drum roll. Implement a clear call to action. Choose a single clear CTA. Focus on one primary action you want the visitor to take. Make it stand out. Use contrasting colors and large fonts on the CTA button. What I like to do is when I select a CTA, I like to tie that to the end outcome. So whatever that end outcome is, they're clicking that and in their mind, they're saying, yes, I want that. So if you're familiar with like uh, micro decisions or micro commitments, that's what your sales page is. When they click the, they see your ad, they read the headline. Okay, that gets them to see the, uh, the creative and then that makes them click. Every time they move to the next step, it's a micro commitment. Yes, 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 yes. And they not like they're not conscious of this, but your readers as they're coming in, they're making these micro commitments and having a call to action with connected directly to the outcome that they want. They click on that and boom, um, that's just a way of them saying yes. And the more yeses you can stack, the more likely they are to convert. So again, you want to make sure you stand out. You don't want like you should be able to look at your button and your CTA and be like, this stands out on this background. If you have a black background and a black button and they can't see it, like it's gonna be hard for them to click it. So just keep it simple again and focus on the the outcome. Step seven, in, uh, include trust elements, showcase testimonials, reviews, real feedback from satisfied customers, adds credibility and also you can showcase different ways that your products and services are being used. That could be industry specific, that could be problem specific, and that'll really help you get attention in the marketplace. Uh, display badges and certifications. If applicable, show your industry's certifications and security badges. Does this work? Yes, yes, yes it does. And um, especially like in e-commerce, if you don't have uh, certain badges, even though they're like they're technically just fake badges, but they're representing like Visa, MasterCard, all these different companies, like what you accept, you're not going to convert as well. So if you have a way to show that you have a third party vouching for you, all the power to it. Now you see people using Trustpilot, you see people using uh, Better Business Bureau, you see all these services. These are things that you can tap into. Do I recommend spending a ton of money and getting this done? Mm, no, you can do some Photoshop stuff to stand out and I would go, the more testimonials you have, the easier, the harder it is for them to say no and the easier it is for them to believe that you're gonna stand up and deliver on your promises. So that's what I keep in mind. 
Step number eight, optimize for mobile. Guys, we are in 2023. If you are not optimizing for mobile, you are, you're just leaving a ton of cash on the table. So ensure, like, if something looks great on your screen and then you launch it and then you're wondering why you're not getting great conversions, I always like to pull it up on my phone just to see. And most tools that you can design landing pages in have a button where you can see the mobile version. You, you want to take a look at it. You want to test your landing page and, and make sure that it performs well on your phone. Uh, send it to your, your friends or whoever you want to to just make sure that they're seeing the same thing. Test it. Test it out. And you want to keep the navigation on mobile super simple and super streamlined. It's not like your regular website. So uh, a landing page, if you even have navigation which i don't think you should on on a landing page the whole point of that is get them to take one action so decide what that action is and then go all in on that making that happen but if you do have to have a navigation because it's connected to your website or something else like that just simplify it keep it simple uh, to help reduce bounce rates uh step number time uh, step number nine sorry test and analyze your performance a b test different elements, experiment with headlines, CTAs, images, find out what works best. I would take that a step further and test different angles, different parts of the market, different people and different parts of their journey. So for example, if you were targeting entrepreneurs, there's entrepreneurs going from zero to 100,000, 100,000 to a million, a million to 10 million. Those are different people. You know, like if I got a million dollar business, I've seen a lot of things, I've done a lot of things necessarily what on the bottom is not gonna keep me interested. So move it up a little bit if that's what you have to do or move it down depending on the market that you're going to. You gotta meet them where they are at. Uh, one thing that I like to tell all my clients is you have to meet your customer in the story that's happening in their mind. So when your landing page, when your ad interrupts them, they already have a narrative going on in their head. They're thinking about things or they're trying to get away from something or they're trying to kill time on social and then boom, they see your ad and it's like, oh, that's interesting. What is this? They click on that. The landing page is just an extension of that. We want to get their attention. We want it to connect directly into what is relevant to them and bring them down the next stage. So, okay, the, the and this is not even a step, but um, you, you wanna monitor your analytics. Use tracking tools to understand uh, how your visitors are uh, interacting with your landing page and where they might be dropping off. So a great way to do this is funnel explorations with uh, GA4 or Google Analytics 4. You can set that up and find out exactly where they're falling off. I like to use UTM codes on all of my links. So when you're driving traffic, you know exactly which ad set sent what, and then you can identify the amount of conversions and identify if there's profitability there. And then you can go back and look at the whole picture, your whole funnel in analytics and see where they're falling off. Now, you can pay for other softwares to make this you know, complex, but just keep it simple. Use funnel exploration, just Google it, learn how to do it, and then use UTM codes. It's, it's the easiest, most effective way I've learned to, uh, to run, to track traffic and, and monitor your analytics. And then so what I also do on top of that, and this is overkill, is that within our direct response OS, I have a manual sheet that I go in every day and I write how much traffic has come, how many clicks I had, how many sales I had, and I, and I do that 
because what I find is where focus goes, energy flows, meaning the more I am looking at those numbers and inputting them, the, the better I, like just the campaign does better. I don't know why that is. It just seems to do better. I notice things that don't make sense. I can identify uh, patterns and rhythms and stuff like that. So that's what I have my, myself and my students do is, is do it manually as well. But we set everything up in uh, Google Analytics to make it super, super easy to track. And that's it, my friends. Now, is there more things to creating a landing page? Sure, but don't overcomplicate it, right? Let's just recap quickly. We wanna identify your target audience. We wanna know exactly what they want. We wanna not only identify your target audience, we wanna go after one portion of that audience and do it really, really well. The smaller the niche, the better, the higher the conversion rate. Step number two, you wanna identify your unique value proposition where you just want to articulate how you solve a problem for your particular audience audience very clear step number three you want to you know you got to have the right tools for the job so select the right landing page tool uh, step number four design your layout uh, elements you want to make it look attractive essentially and incorporate your brand because let's say for example you've been in business for 10 years and then all of a sudden you're using a different logo and like it just wouldn't make sense. You gotta, it's gotta be on brand. Step number five, compelling copy. Um, we'll dive into that more in a different episode. Uh, step number six, uh, implement a clear call to action. Step number seven, include elements of trust like reviews and whatnot, optimize for mobile, test, and then of course, monitor the whole process. I hope you enjoyed this one. I've enjoyed creating this one for you. Now go out there and create some amazing landing pages. Get more customers and you're welcome. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.